What would change in the world if you, me, and everyone choose to feed the wolf of possibilities instead of the one of doubt, distrust, and despair? The way I see it, our point of view creates reality, not the other way around. Somewhere deep within, I think we know that. In this podcast, I am daring you to claim this remarkable superpower. Join us and be inspired by trackers, explorers, and finders of possibilities from the multiverse of hope. Welcome to the podcast, Feeding the Wolf of Possibilities, with your host, Katrina Valentin. Welcome to today's episode of Feeding the Wolf of Possibilities. Today, we're exploring the symphony energy. What is it, really? And what can it change and create for someone in the whole darn world? As my guide, I've invited Anthony Mattis, an American chiropractor who have chosen to leave his training behind to venture into this creative edge of energy work that was developed within Access Consciousness by our mutual friend, Dr. Dane here. Welcome, Anthony. Wow, that was awesome. Thank you, Kat. Thank you for having me. (laughs) (laughs) So once upon a time, you were a chiropractor. How did you end up in that profession? Where was the draw? Oh, my. Um, You know, I've always known I wanted to help people and be a contribution really to the world. And, you know, I remember as, as a little boy, it was like I would just dream about there was just something that I knew that was available that I did not see in the world. And I think I spent a lot of my childhood trying to make the adults around me happy. Uh, and to no avail. Um, but I always knew that there was something available so, like that that can change um, whatever we, you know, the mel- I would describe it as like this like melancholia of, of people on planet Earth. And so I always thought that maybe I'd have to be a psychologist or, or whatever. And then so as I got older and was growing up, I was always interested in bodies. I was an athlete and I loved bodies and I just had this sense that I would be able to be that contribution um, in the field of chiropractic. Uh, Even doing modern medicine wasn't even of interest to me because I didn't want to have to prescribe medicine and drugs to help people heal. So chiropractic was was the thing that sort of popped into my world and uh, I went on that journey. So did you enjoy it? You know, I did, you know, I, I enjoyed it from the standpoint of like, there were so many different like techniques and modalities. I was sort of like a technique junkie. So I mm-hmm. loved exploring all these different possibilities on how to, you know, you know, help people. But I realized that so much of what I enjoyed was getting to the, like the root problem of why someone's body wasn't functioning right. So for me, it was more than just doing traditional chiropractic. I, I always knew that there was something more available to contribute to someone's life to help them go beyond their pain. But I didn't realize that once I went into practice, when people were coming in, let's just say for basic things like neck and back pain, they weren't really interested in like me talking to them about maybe, you know, where they may be frustrated in their careers or (laughs) where they may be unhappy in their marriages. And so, you know, they're like, wait, you're not a psychologist. You, You are a chiropractor, just crack my back and fix it. You know, and I'm like, yeah, but don't you understand your problem is related to all this other stuff out here. So it was sort of like this perpetual source of frustration for me. Um, and I was like, there's got to be something else out there. So I, 
I just started going out there again and just seeking all these different philosophies, techniques, religions, you name it. So how did you come in contact with Access Consciousness? Well, again, being a chiropractor, I was uh, I studied a lot of the emotional t- release work type stuff and but nothing really changed my life. You know, I was great at all of it, but I didn't see the impact that I knew was possible for me personally. And it was about nine months after my wife had died. Um, she had committed suicide. And I remember like, literally, I was like praying to God. I'm like, hey, God, for someone who studied all these different things, I don't have anything to show for it. I'm like, please help me, you know, and there's got to be something out there that can go to the depths of wherever I'm messed up. And because uh, right at this point, I'm a widower raising three little kids. And I'm like, everybody else doesn't do any of this stuff that I do. And their lives are happy. <laughs> I'm like, and I'm suffering. What the hell? And then I got this email about um, Access Consciousness the Bars. It was January of 2012. I heard this uh, free free, um, like, I guess, podcast or telecall. And it, it intrigued me because it had to do with, you know, these 32 points on your head that you lightly touch. So I'm like, okay, cool. As a chiropractor, we touch bodies and it, how it eliminates all your thoughts, feelings, and emotions and all these different areas like money, healing, sadness, joy. And I got the sense that it was more than just going to like the deepest layers because I had done that already but they talked about uh, in this call how sometimes it may not have anything to do with layers or the root it could be more of an energetic thing that's sort of like way out there where things may be locked up because at that point I'm like wherever I'm messed up it's way beyond the subconscious mind so I was very, very curious. And then I heard this, this clearing statement, which I thought was really weird. You know, and I'm like, wait, I'm, I'm just going to learn the bars, but I'm not going to do the clearing statement because that's too weird. And it's funny because I've done so many weird things up until that point. But to me, that was like the weirdest. But anyway, but something was drawing me to it. So I put all three of my kids in the car. At the time, they were um, 11, 9, and 3. And, you know, we drove about five hours. And we were the only ones who showed up to this class, but it was great because I felt like we had our own private bars class. And I'll be honest with you, I didn't receive a whole lot because I had so many questions and so many doubts, but I watched what it did to the children, especially the boys. I watched the ease it created in my son who was super hyper. And then my oldest son just slept the whole time. And I'm like, you know, they really enjoyed it. I'll keep coming back for them. (laughs) you know so that's sort of like how the journey began and it was like my very third bars class I my whole world got turned upside down I thought I was gonna vomit and the very next day I woke up and I felt like someone had put a brand new brain in my head and I was like wait a minute how can I be this happy and joyful and it's only been 11 months after their mom died so that put me on the quest of like okay I got to see what's next So today you work with an energetic modality for change called Symphony of Possibilities. So what is the symphony? Where did it come from? What is it like? What can it change? This is so funny because it's like, as you know, well, as you know, the story before I even went to the first bars class, I had, I thought access was like the small little mom and pop (laughs) modality or technique. Right. So I'm like, I watched this video by Dr. Dane here, the, 
the co-creator of Access Consciousness and Energetic Synthesis of Being and the Symphony of Possibilities and many other things. And um, I remember sending him an email because he talked about how he had contemplated suicide. And then when he met Gary Douglas, the founder of Access Consciousness, um, and when he had his bars ran for the first time, it was the first time in, in a long time where he didn't think about ending his life. So he actually saw something else that was possible in his whole life, as we know, as you know, it's become what it's become today. So I send him an email, like with my whole sob story <laughs> thinking, cause I'm like, he's a chiropractor. I'm a chiropractor. My wife killed herself. He was going to kill himself. I'm like, and, uh, but you're the one who saw the email. Yeah. <laughs> you showed it to him, but I got an auto reply and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. They're never going to get back to me. And then a week later, make a long story short, he calls me in my office and he's like, I just want you to know the universe has your back. And I've heard that before, but this was the first time where I actually felt it. And I'm like, whoa. And so I didn't meet him for a year and a half later at the choice of possibilities class. I'm like, I'm that chiropractor that you spoke to a year and a half ago. And I remember at the end of that class, I went up to him like, um, you know, cause I had this sense, I'm like, gosh, we have so much, so many similarities. And I know I can learn so much from him. And I'm like, do you do any kind of like private mentorship program? And he's like, no, he's like, we've tried that. And <laughs> it doesn't work, you know? And I'm like, oh, shucks. So make a real long story short, a couple of months later, he asked me to work on him in class as a chiropractor. And then Gary Douglas, the founder of Access, also asked me to work on him. And, and what they had found was that I had very similar capacities as Dr. Dane here. And I was like, whoa, which is the symphony of possibilities. And, and, and the magic of this work is where but all, really all the tools of Access, they're all designed to help you to receive and actually engage with really the entire quantum entanglements of the universe to support you and whatever it is that you actually would like to actualize in your life beyond your low self-esteem, beyond your past traumas and dramas, beyond whatever abuses you may have had or the lack of money you may have or whatever. And it was the first technique, so to speak, that came along and bypassed all of that and created the space for me to access more of my being and my life just started getting better for the first time like ever <laughs> so yeah so what's it like if somebody comes to you and asks for a symphony session how does it work well it's different for everyone it depends on where people are just in their journey and what people are willing and able to receive you know sometimes a session can just be about trying to break through whatever walls and barriers people have created because they've been living most of their lives in fight or flight you know like like this this sympathetic response like where they're always in trauma and drama or turmoil or something so so they create their lives from this space behind these like brick walls so sometimes a session can be just trying to like get those barriers to drop so they can perceive a different possibility or even a different reality, right? And so, uh, you know, and then other sessions can look like where their bodies and their being are finally like connected to one another. I hear so often where people are like, I feel like I'm like outside of my body and I'm observing my life, 
you know, where I'm not like really connected to it, you know, can you please help me to have more communion with my body? So a lot of times after a session, it's like, oh my God, I finally feel like me and my body are together. And it's like really glorious. They like start like almost hugging themselves. And then, you know, it's a lot of what gets created is this space, like total space beyond our thoughts, you know, beyond our feelings and our emotions, where there's this something else, there's this space that, oh my God, something else is actually possible beyond whatever I've decided would be like my ultimate life. That was a big aha for me. Cause I, you know, I had this point of view of like, what would be my ultimate life? And once I got there and actualized it, I'm like, wait a minute, that's it. <laughs> I'm like, this doesn't match the energy of all those spaces I got to in all those sessions. I know. And it's not about acquiring material things or anything like that, but it's about the way you be in the world. What is actually available was so much greater than what I had thought up until that point. So it just creates a space of possibilities where anything becomes possible. And when you start to access your very being at a level that's beyond whatever you decided that who you are and what you are. And that was kind of like, whoa, boom. But you know, just as in, in a chiropractic session, um, people tend to lay on a table when you work on them and you don't necessarily, you sometimes do verbal questions and things, but a lot of times you're quiet. So what is the difference between a chiropractic session or any kind of uh, more functional medicine session and a symphony session? Well, one's more linear. And symphony session is nonlinear. There really is no, you know, like A plus B, you know, equals C, like at all. So it, it really is done from a space of chaos. I don't mean havoc. When I mean chaos, I'm saying like, you know, it's, it's, it's just nonlinear. And you never know what's going to show up until the moment. All right. So I never know, like if I was to do a session on you or with you, um, I have no idea what that's going to look like until we're in the moment of it. And throughout the session, it changes energetically depending on upon what's actually being created and also a lot of the limitations that are being destroyed. So you really never know what it's going to look like until it actually shows up, which is a true gift. And it creates this as a facilitator doing the work. You're actually working with the universe and beyond. You're working with all energies, all of it. And, um, and it's just really about being in the question as the person delivering the work. Whereas like with chiropractic, it's like, okay, this is the technique that I do. This is where we're going to start. You know what I mean? And then, and like, well, let's evaluate the person this way. Boom, 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 boom. I don't know. It's just, it's just not as fun. You know, chiropractic was wonderful. I love chiropractic. I still get chiropractic care and treatments and it's great for what it does but i'll never forget when gary douglas said to me he's like chiropractic never created the space for you to be you access does hmm. and i'm like whoa how did he know that and so it, just being a facilitator of this work is such a gift because we get to function in literally this playground of possibilities for people. And as a facilitator, we receive. When things change for the person we're working with, 
it changes for us too. You know, so it's this, it's this gifting and receiving simultaneously. Whereas like with chiropractic, it was just me giving, right? So I don't know, it's just more, it's grander, if that's even a word. That's a beautiful, beautiful description of the difference. If you even can't compare, you know? So um, a few years ago, Dane started to teach uh, Symphony of Possibilities trainings and start to teach people how to actually work with these energies and explore them. And next year, you will start teaching a class called Opening of the Symphony, where you will facilitate people to access their symphony capacities. So are you ex-terrified? <laughs> I'm ex-terrified. Yeah, you know, um, you know, it's like, you know, when you, you, you feel like you've been born to do something? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, so it's like the... I feel very blessed for lack of better words and honored to be able to, um, you know, be the person leading this uh, at this time, this opening of the symphony, because I know what it created for me personally, and I know what it created for my children. And I've seen what it's created for the people that I worked on for the last eight years doing this work. And so, and I love, I love the word opening of the symphony because it's just that it's like, even in the description, it's like you can perceive the universe like opening its arms up to you and to the person and almost like inviting you to come into it and give you this big giant like energetic hug, like I got you, like I got your back. And for a lot of people, like they don't, they don't know what it's like to have someone or something support them because they have felt alone on this journey for a long time. And so to be able to be aware of this energetic support that literally becomes the wind beneath your wings. Not to, you know, that's like a song in America. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I don't know who sang that, but I forgot. But, uh, you know, not to be cheesy, but yeah, it's like, oh my God, you know, because I had done all these modalities before and I, I became a master practitioner and all these different things. And it was like, why is nothing changing? <laughs> Whereas here, this is different. This is like an opening and an invitation to come into this beautiful world, which is all around us already, but we start to begin to access it for the first time in our lives. And it's just, wow, it's an opening. And, and you know, the symphony is how all the different quantum entanglements of the universe are there to support you if you're willing to play and use the tools. It's all about the tools. What would you say is the most important quality to have to be able to facilitate symphony sessions? Vulnerability. The first word that pops. Vulnerability. That's, you know, that's how it showed up for me for the first time when I worked on Gary Douglas, the founder of Access. I, you know, he wanted me to work on him, but I'm thinking he doesn't want chiropractic. He's he's 70 something years old. I'm not going to start cracking his back and whatever. But I, and thank God Dane was in the room. I'm like, Dane, what am I going to do with him? He's like, you'll figure it out. I'm like, and I kind of knew, and I'm like, why do I have this sense that like something similar is going to show up that showed up for Dane back in the day when Gary went to Dane's chiropractic office. Right. So all I did was like, I'm like, I don't, I have no clue what to do. So I took a deep, deep breath in and I laid my hands on his back And I was just like, I'm here. Like, hi. Like, I didn't say it out loud. That was just what was in my world. And all of a sudden, his body, like, 
literally jumped off the table like three inches. I thought I killed the poor man. <laughs> He's like, you just shot a lightning bolt through my body. And, but you know, he has the gift of vulnerability where he's literally willing to receive everything and he's willing to be with a person and see their whole being you know um had it been anybody else i don't know that that moment would have happened because mm -hmm. gary has his gift where he receives and he perceives your whole being whereas maybe sometimes you can only see your little pinky um and so so in that space of vulnerability he let me in and he saw this gift that i had no clue existed in my world um and then for the last eight years working with them has helped me to finally be like wow yes <laughs> but it took a while i mean it took about three years before i actually could really perceive it from that day, you know, and then what I got to really see too, is that it's something that's available to all of us, not just to the select few, but vulnerability is huge. Cause when you can be vulnerable, then you have access to all the receiving to everything that the universe and beyond has to offer the good, the bad, and the ugly. And as long as you don't have a point of view about it, you know, you could have anything show up in an instant if you're willing. So where do you see this infinite energy go in the future? Well, Dane talks about it being like the miracle division of, of access consciousness. That's how I see it too. It's just, gosh, if we can just, could you imagine a world if we were just all playing in these energies, if it became part of like, like every family's like, routine even just for 15 minutes every day you know i mean it would change everything you know it would change the face of our planet uh you know there wouldn't be any war there wouldn't be any abuse you still have a few assholes but you know but the world would be it, it would be consumed by people who are about oneness and communion and being the space for others to just be who they are without judgment, without point of view, and us all working together to make this beautiful planet even greater than what it is right now. Thank you. I think that's a perfect place to end for today. Thank you so much, Anthony. Pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, Feeding the Wolf of Possibilities. I hope you have more space in your world now. If you would like to listen to earlier episodes, share with other people or subscribe, please go to Spotify, iTunes, or visit katrinavalentin.com slash wolf.